I've watched a lot of Top Gear in my life. I don't know if you've ever watched Top Gear. Have you watched Top Gear? I have. It was uh my my friend's dad always had it on, so I was always like, oh, they're doing the the fun show with the car stunts. Yeah, they often they often have uh, VW Beetle on it. Okay, is that the is that the dude with the helmet? No, the bug like a bug. That's oh, that's the Stig. Uh, the Stig. Okay. A, a VW bug, a Beetle. Oh, okay. Right, and. Because of Top Gear, oftentimes I say Beetle. Okay. Instead of Beetle. Yeah. Because they, because Jeremy Clarkson says Beetle. What the? F- and what? I, it's like a British thing. Yeah. And I love, I don't know why, but Beetle hmm. sounds way better than Beetle. Yeah. There's just like a, an extra little flourish to it. Just or slap actually like, that little flourish on it. Like there. less of a, it's like less flourishy. Yeah. You know? And they also say Jaguar. I've heard Jaguar from like, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, why do you guys say Jaguar? It's J-A-G-U-A-R. Yeah. But also, <clears throat> we broke away from you for a reason, so we don't have to say the words that you say. Say what you say. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. I can't, I say pickle. You do. You did. I've, I've, and then the term I used was, uh, you dip the chip in that word. You're mid But I don't understand, like... That's just how my my when I sit when I'm talking about pickles. Yeah, there's just a way that I say pickle, pickle. And I see so like like but like even like when I'm with you, I I start to like in me right. Yeah, now. no, I'm saying like I'm trying to like I start to do it because now I can't I can't hear the regular word. Are you taking it from yeah, me? Yeah, <laughs> like you're. I can't I can't remember how it's said, and yeah, I'm sitting there pickles. like just just don't dip in the word. Yeah. No, I now I have to pronounce it like a like an airliner pickle. That's I'm trying to like. Up the eye. Here. That sounded real creepy, though. Like that yeah. was very strange to me. What you just did, and you're not looking. Whenever you're saying pickle now, you're not looking at me in the eye. I'm trying to. It's not like you're looking away. I'm trying to you not see, do pickle. When, hey, <laughs> I don't say it like that. I say pickle. You, you just said it the exact way I did. No, it. you went like pickle. I crushed Dude, that. Yeah, you half vomited partway through. Don't do that. I should just say pickle. <laughs> Dude, what is, <laughs> people, people listening to this podcast like this is this is what we've developed. The best to. part is I'm gonna hear it too. I so because I, I, I guess yeah, there's that one thing where you when you're talking yeah to somebody you the the voice you hear isn't the voice they hear because you hear the reverberations off your bones mm-hmm. in your head yeah so. That, that's why, that is why everybody, by the way, when you hear a recording of yourself, you hate the sound of it because it, it, it doesn't sound like you because it isn't the voice you hear when you hear your own voice. Yeah. But now I'm going to hear me go pickle and I'm going to hear you go <laughs> and prove once and for all that you did not say pickle. The way that I, said <laughs> I like the idea that you're just going to do like a, uh, for those of you who know the YouTuber, like a nakey jakey cut. It's gonna just show you in the computer. Just no, that was dead wrong. That wasn't <laughs> well, it. I don't know if I don't know if you heard it, but one of the recent uh, one of the recent podcast episodes. Oh no! I actually edited you. <laughs> oh no! What? Because it was the skeleton night. Yeah. And there was a part where later on I was going to ask my question about it, and yeah. if if it should about it following the rules of a skeleton, mm-hmm. right? We had that discussion about it. And <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry. Oh. 
Bro, there's just like post-nasal drip coming down the back of my throat. Dude, sometimes it's, it's it just happens. Too much about pickles. I'm opening up my Damn. larynx or something. Just thinking about pickles opens you up. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I think about pickles. I get excited because I want to suck down that pickle juice. Jesus. But I took you saying when, when he starts to eat and drink stuff, you're like, oh, well, that's where we are. <laughs> I just had to go, oh, well, that's where we are. Oh, well, that's where we are. Oh, Dude. well, that's where we are. Damn. Uh, I, dude, I put you down at like 75% speed on one of them. <laughs> so that later on when you were like, oh, no, I, th- I think it's fine. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> if you remember back earlier in the edit. You're like, no, no, no. Nice. I will not let you get, get past with that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, so I have chosen today. Uh, I'm going to butcher this when I try to say it. Owari Monogatari. I think you just crushed that one. Yeah. <sighs> At least it doesn't have an ickle in it. Damn. Because it'd be like, Owari ickle monogatari. <laughs> so there's there's multiple uh, agatari's, aren't there? So is that the thing? Uh, is if it ends with monogatari, is it because they're similar, or is it because they're f- like the same type of show, or is monogatari part of a word in Japanese? Yeah. That just has happens to deal with a similar thing. And like I swear I've seen this protagonist. Well, like does it just everywhere. have to? Does monogatari mean like high school? What if it just means high school or something, dude? I swear to God, there's and no way each we one of them ends up being from this, like this. Point. I don't know. I haven't looked it up, which is on me. Yeah, yeah I could have yeah. looked it up. Yeah, but I just assumed. I I came to the assumption that all monogatari's were just the same thing. Yeah, and is this the is this the famous toothbrush uh, show? There's the famous toothbrush episode. Maybe that has uh, surfaced the internet. Uh, that's very big. But this, uh, in general, I've seen a lot of memes from this show. And it's a very distinct animation. And you know it. Like, you know the Agatari style. Yeah. Like, you see it and you're like, ah, it's by, it's by this studio or this Bro, I'm this really maker. sorry, but when you talked about toothbrushes, it reminded me of a video I saw. Oh, no. What are those penguins? There's, like, the penguins from some DreamWorks movie it's or something. It's a Madagascar show. It's a Madagascar show, and yep. the penguins are like spies, right? Yeah, I know. The I saw a video, and they were like, how did they get away with this? <laughs> and it showed a penguin, and he's like, look, a toothbrush. And a to- a, a, like a big black toothbrush comes through a hole in the wall. And the guy's like, you don't even have teeth. And he's like, yeah, but like, how amazing is this? And he gets like, gawk, gawk, 9,000 <laughs> by this massive toothbrush. Not brushing a thing, but going deep in the back of his throat. Yeah, like, it like, like you bulges in the back of his head, back. yeah. How in the world yeah. did they get away with that? Because <laughs> nobody watches that fucking show. Dude, dude, that is amazing, though. Yeah. I can only imagine being the people that were working on that. Yeah. I don't know who did it first. Do you think the person writing the script put that in? Or the person who was doing the animations was like, look at this. Yeah, And dude, then the script I... guys were like... All right, let's yeah. make that fun. I like to think that it was the animators. They did they did a similar thing in uh, Teen Titans Go. I've never seen the show, but I saw like a uh, a thing was I guess like uh, Raven and and Starfire did something where they were like dressed up in like uh, outfits or whatever. They did something, and then it just cuts over to uh, Cyborg and he was making dinner for everybody and he was making hamburgers and you just see him with a bowl of meat in one arm. And then with the other arm, it was extendo punching it. So oh, he just, just quietly, he just quietly just blap, 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 blap. And then it just cuts back. And I was like, damn, they just, they just showed the girls and cut to a dude beating his meat. Yeah. Like, so I, I like that 
oftentimes SpongeBob used to be pretty good at that. As like an adult could watch it with their kid and not Sorry. feel like an idiot. Yeah, absolutely. Not I just think, watching the dumbest thing they've ever seen in their lives. I love little jokes that are meant for the parents. Like I always, I remember even like parts of like my show or like Disney movies or something like that, where like you'd you'd see your parent, like one of your parents, like roll their eyes, like Jesus, like they that joke was for them. Like I mean, it was a, a Toy Story one where it was like the words I'm looking for, I can't say. And I remember Woody said that, and I remember my mom being like. <laughs> Like, I know what he wanted to say. And a little kid me, I was like, I don't get it. Have you ever gone back and watched a movie that you loved as a kid and you're just staring at it or a TV show? And you're like, whoa. (laughs) The amount of things I didn't see. Yes. Yep. Ren and Stimpy. Dude, bro. Dude, the 90s was a lawless place for children to watch movies. Was it Chicken and Cow? Chicken and Cow. The literal devil was in that. Yeah, yep. Uh, Dude, Matilda. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Is 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 a nightmarish landscape. Yeah. They would never make a Matilda again today. <laughs> Have you seen the milk toast garbage? Yeah. The milk toast garbage Damn. that they've put out there? No. For kids these days? Oh yes. Yeah. It's, gar- it's horrible. Yeah. Matilda, a girl got spun around by her pigtails and pitched like 90 yards through the air. Yeah, that principal full on was going to kill that child. Yeah, and then put it and then put a different kid in an iron maiden that was made herself <laughs> by shoving like massive uh, uh railroad spikes in a door. Yep. And every parent was like, "Good on you. Good job." Yeah. Love that. Love that school. Dude, that is the only reason that Matilda's dad decided to put her in school. Yep. Was because she was I'm very strict. These kids do not get away with anything. Yeah, and it's like perfect. Yep. Dude, Danny DeVito. Didn't Danny DeVito actually direct that movie? No I think, way. I think he also directed it or something. Dude, I love that movie. I remember the the infamous cake eating scene. Yes, very vividly. When I was a kid, and she said, and it cuts to the old lady that had cooked it. Yes. When she says she put her blood, sweat, and tears into it, that was the first time I ever heard that phrase. Oh, no. So I thought she was telling that kid that there was blood, sweat, and tears in the chocolate cake that he was eating. Yeah. And it made the close-up of his face with the chocolate kind of red. Yeah. So disgusting. to <laughs> I was mortified. I was like, why is he still eating it if it's got her blood in it? It's, hey, it thickens the chocolate. And no, it doesn't. But I, I hate you. It probably dude, that, would. It would clot it a little bit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah, that movie. Uh, that I've I've said before that I I have like this uh, thing where it's like I remember with um, textures. I guess when I was younger, it was a really big thing. Yep. Uh, that textures are a thing that I I suddenly grip to in my memory. Uh, and that cake scene, remembering the consistency of the cake in his hands. Yeah, when he's just yeah, clawing at it. Ab- like, it really sticks with me. That scene just glued to my memory. That and the mask from Goosebumps. The okay. texture of the mask, like, to this day. Apparently I watched that as a kid, and I was like, I know that exact texture. I'm terrified now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Textures yep. are a big one. And then what something looks like. When you see the texture of something and you can, you know what the bite of it would be like. Yes. There's yeah. like this weird, it's not a Play-Doh, but there's this, there's this thing that you see in movies sometimes when somebody's like cutting it. You're mm-hmm. like, I know what that, what the bite feel of that would be. Yes. And I hate it. <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah. Really, it really gets my goat. But yeah, we have uh, another, go- uh, a one of the gotcheries. 
We've watched a Gautari before, the Aura. Ore. Ore Monogatari. That's the yes. big dude. Yes. The big dude who's so big you can see his fingerprints. Damn. Um, I don't think we've watched any other Monogatari's. I don't think Besides so. Well, we've that. watched it. I think we watched back in the day, back in the day of Anime Day, the original before the podcast. I swear we've. I don't seen... even remember which Monogatari that was. That's what I mean. So it's like I I know we watched one of them, but I have no idea what it was. There's so. one that I wanted to watch, but I I realized that it was a series of three movies. Fuck. So <laughs> I was like, no, I thought it was just the third <laughs> season of one of them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what's the first one? And it it just showed all of them and just said movie, movie, and movie. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not doing movies. No. But uh, we're going to jump into Owari Monogatari, see what's going on in here, and see what the hype is about. I think the anime man himself, Joey, I think there is a Monogatari. I'm not sure which one, but it has, it's either one of his favorite anime or it has his all-time waifu in it. Really? Yes. Okay. It's one of the Monogatari's, if I'm correct. Okay. I don't think it's this one. Maybe it is. There's a story about mathematics? Fuck. Oh, dude. I just want everybody to know that Tage gave up before the uh Dude, I actually song. I start I stopped reading the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> like when you say the words gave up, I fucking just stopped. I was like, I ju- Justin will explain it later. This girl may be terrifying, but she's also kind of adorable. She's freaking adorable, dude. She saw the trend of putting your thumbs through holes in your jackets, and she said, nah, dude, I'm covering my whole hand. <laughs> this is just who I am now. I'm not showing fingers. She puts the Disney cast to shame. Disney's trash. Damn. Cut that out. Disney's trash. I swear to God, bro, how do you find these fucking anime? What are you talking about? There should be a fucking IQ test before you watch these <laughs> shows, dude. I, I really love this. Dude, this is bullshit, dude. I honestly thought this was going to be about cute girls. I wish there was like... I'm so happy with this, yeah, though. I wish there was just like an ounce more cute girls so I could be involved in something here. She's hitting that his pretty hard. <laughs> like she knows who it is. <laughs> Until we find the culprit, or until he says who he is, staring directly at the main character. Dude, I'm hanging on by a thread, and I know the page is like, I just stopped. Dude, I really did. And I was like, I'm not going to get it, so I'm just going to enjoy how beautiful it is. Oh, that'll get you to think. Dude, he's delayed now. He's been stunlocked <laughs> by the anime itself. <laughs> Tage is locked back in. <laughs> dude just took a mental snap dude, at him. Dude, Tage, dude, dude, there's just an ocular path down of her. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, she's back as a teacher now. No, she's back because the teacher's gone. Oh. Is that a glowing dildo? Why? Because, dude, you know, sometimes you just got to bring it back, all right? No. Yeah, sometimes I got to get a little bit of what's mine. You, know what you always get what's yours on your episodes. That freaking flew by. There's no way that was 48 minutes. Uh, I wouldn't say it flew by. 
Dude, that flew by. I thought we were like 15 minutes in. I felt every minute. There's no way it's over. Hold on. I felt, I felt every single second. Why does this TV do this to me? <laughs> it's the remote. There's no shot that we just watched that for 47 minutes. Yeah, dude. I felt every fucking second. No, bro. There's no way. That was like 16. I felt like we were watching it for under 20 minutes, like 16 to 18 minutes. No. What are you talking about, bro? That. that was so freaking amazing. <sighs> Holy cow, dude. You and I have very different, very different reactions. Bro, us. that show was so good. And boom, we have a Motigari fan. That was one. That was the first episode. That was unbelievable. I'm almost bro. positive that's a spinoff too, isn't it? There's because there's multiple Motigaris. Multiple I have no idea, Motigaris. but we also don't know if they're spinoffs of each other. Yeah, at this point, and we discussed that earlier. Because he even mentions like before, like in the beginning of the episode, he was just like, "This all happened because of the vampire I met." And I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on." Yeah, Every, her. Uh, she was yeah. in the episode. Yeah, but there was also I think he was referencing other characters that were talked about from another anime. Like from another. No, no he was talking about her because that girl walked in the class and said, "I want you to meet somebody," and she was talking about. No way! This is the first episode that has begun everything, that started it all. I'm not saying it started all of Monogatari. I'm saying that this could just be its own thing. I think it's its oh, yeah. own thing. And talking to the vamp about the vampire, that's why she was outside because she wasn't walking in. She talked about at the end how a vampire can't walk in unless they're uh, yes. told that they can come in. She was talking about the girl that was with him in the room the whole time. The purple hair uh, girl or the pigtail. Black haired girl with the black eyes. Oh, the purple haired okay. girl walked in and said, You have to meet somebody. She's so cute. Right after he said, This all started because I met the vampire girl. So that girl was the vampire girl. She ended up talking about how she was a vampire. But girl. there was also another purple haired girl in the classroom with him when he mentioned that he walked in there. Yeah, like Hakagawa, whatever. Yeah. Her name. It was they, the, she was there in the in the beginning. She said, Meet this girl. Yeah. And then she was at the end and said But that was at the at the end was a short haired girl. They both had purple hair, but their one was short hair, and the one in the classroom, in the in the ghost classroom, was long hair. I'm not talking about the ghost classroom. We're no, I know. I'm saying before. that there there was a girl that we haven't. Uh, that that's why I was like kind of going off like this might be a spinoff from something previous. I know it's its own thing, but I think this might not be the one of the first ones of it because okay. he mentions a character that they didn't even bother explaining. But the way they emphasized her a bit was almost like. You should know her right now, and then you—it felt like Railgun. Like when you, we watched Railgun, and you were like, it would like show a Are character. Are you talking about the vampire girl? No, no, no. Well, I don't know if that's the vampire one because I, I this is really hard. I don't know names. So Pigtail, I know this, and this yeah. is all within the Oiler. ghost room. Pigtail yeah, Oiler. Girl calls herself yeah. Oiler. So there was Oiler in this classroom, in the in the ghost classroom. There was the main character, Oiler, Vampire Girl, which is the 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 black haired girl with the, with the pitch black eyes. And then at one point, it zooms in on a girl with purple long hair in the corner. Never talked about again. I'm not talking about her at all. Oh, okay. I'm saying at the beginning of the show, yeah. before they ever went into the super liminal classroom, okay. the Kawa girl mm -hmm. said, meet, the meet this girl. She's very cute. That was the vampire and girl. he said, that was right after he said, it all started with the vampire girl. Uh, so she was introducing him to the girl who brought him into that room. Yeah, okay. That's what the whole vampire girl thing was. Got it, got it, got it. Um, was introducing the black-eyed girl. Uh, okay. That was very weird the whole time with him inside the room. I, I guess I didn't really, I didn't connect and that she, with her because I was like vampires that didn't, she was very more of a ghost. I didn't really. Well, she even called herself a vampire at the end. I know she did, but I was like, I feel yeah, like she's she was, more of an, a ghost. Yeah, she was like the vampire girl the whole time. Yeah. And that purple-haired girl from 
before they ever went in there, before yes. he was ever introduced to her, yep. is the same girl at the very end. Yes, that, that said, I know. You can't come in the room. Yeah, yeah. So I was. Ne- I'm never talking. I haven't. I was never talking about the other girl. Okay. It I wanted. Just, to, I really. It Kawa. really bugged me that it was like he was going through a bunch of names. Like all the characters, all the c- people in the classroom were just names, except for, um, uh, <laughs> pigtails. Well, Pigtails is Euler. Thank you, Euler. I, I will not remember this name. You will have to. I will call her Pigtails, and you will say Euler. Her name's um, So Euler, I, it saw, I saw her. She was a character. And then it just, like, zooms in on this girl that I didn't know, and then they didn't bring her back. And then she was a silhouette. At one point when it was being really crazy and it was really hectic, it was her silhouette because I'm assuming she got wrapped up in the in the conflict as well. Well, I think she was uh, Tetsu. Uh, uh, Tetsu. I, I think she feel was the like teacher. That was the teacher, the long-haired, the the one that okay, oh the because okay. she was a very prominent figure within. She that. was, yeah. So okay. I'm assuming that that was a realization of the teacher, who then he uh, lost all respect for as a person because the teacher bolted hands straight up to say, "Yep, it's Euler. You're the one who did this." Yeah. So do you do you really think he knew who the culprit was? Uh, uh, yeah, his entire life changed because of that. He never got a hundred on a math test again. Yeah. Uh, he's harbored that for two years, and they they made sure to show it's like all the cats were white cats, and then there was a black cat, and that was the the odd one out was the teacher sitting in his seat. Yeah, and he focused immediately on her when she also raised her hand to implicate Euler. Yeah, and he's brought that with him the entire time. Yeah, so I What's- do think that he and as she was talking about later in the episode. It was someone who you're supposed to uh, look up to. A teacher is somebody who who is supposed to be somebody that you can lean on. A teacher is somebody that you're supposed to respect. And the way he told the story, he never really implicated her because he tried to stay so far away from even thinking about the teacher that he wanted to respect, a mathematics teacher that he wanted to, to respect, was just getting her own points higher as a teacher by getting her, these students, a higher grade. Hmm. So I think it was always in him. He he couldn't say for sure. He didn't have the evidence to say for sure. Yeah. But uh, it just imagine if there's a if if there's a big stink at the school. Yeah. And all the students, it's like somebody did something, mm-hmm. and everyone's trying to figure out who it was. And there's just a teacher sitting there the whole time. And then they're like, "We're going to take a vote on which student is morally inept." And then the teacher pulls in on the vote bro i'd be like you did something <laughs> you as a teacher so you was, did something it was rumored that the teacher accidentally left something on the chalkboard to get her to keep her students like ever a bunch of people got the answer or someone got the answer to hire so she wanted to heighten up her her classroom's grades she wanted to be a quote-unquote better teacher yeah right? so she, she wanted to she purposely left viewed. something up on the board that was an answer to the test. Yeah, she okay. she made sure that the people who were in a study group together would be able to have Got the answers it. to the test. But they wouldn't necessarily know that those were the answers to the test. It'd be yeah. that they'd be studying something that ended up being the exact same stuff on the test. They couldn't get all of it down, though. Got That's it. why they didn't get hundreds, all of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she wanted to, and as they were kind of alluding to, if all of the kids are X points... Then it doesn't show a differential between you and the other teachers. But if you have some people that are just way, way and a way better, then it looks like you're a better teacher than, yeah. than everyone else. Okay. Um, so she was thinking about herself and uh, possible raises and things like that over her students. 
Mm. And especially when it came to a vote, that was a big sticking point for the main character is that it came to a vote and he saw people not talk about it, not look around at each other. Just everyone put their hands up because they were annoyed that this one girl stopped all class, forced them to be in a room to try to figure out the situation. Yeah. They were all just annoyed at her. So they all voted for her. And he saw that in terms of a majority and things like that, people will just sway to it yeah. and they will use that as a battering ram. And that's why he's been a lone wolf since then. What's like, funny he doesn't is want to get rid of his personal strength for a while. The, uh, like the answer, of course, like the answer wasn't, um, given till the end, but I almost feel like, um, a large part of it wasn't even, um, who to blame, who, the, who, like who the blame was going to. I feel like a lot of the, the despair came from, uh, the conflict and the, and the, the fact that not only he hushed about it, um, but the the outcome of the voting and the betrayal, moreover, the teacher actually fucking shit up. Like yeah. I feel like, which was a really cool element that I've, I've of course I'm capturing all this. Like it's like he, the episode ended and I'm now catching up. <laughs> but but um, uh, I guess going over is kind of good for me and also the episode. But uh, kind of going over like that little element. I at first I hated it and then I loved it and then I. And then I didn't like. Oh, it there well. was there was a moment in there that you actually loved it. I didn't think that there yeah. was any part in there that you liked. <laughs> no, no, no. There was. Uh, there, so the snapshot. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. No, but um, I, I wrote I wrote a couple things down because it was getting hectic, and I was like, you know what? Write things down because you're gonna lose it. Um, one thing I wrote down was a uh, stunning symbolism in the clashing of the desks and the flashing of the lights to show the students falling to a verbal brawl. Uh, I really liked how that fell into symbolism because I, I at that point, dude, I wasn't even fucking trying to read those subtitles. Oh, there was really? two different layers of subtitles, top yeah. and bottom. I usually give up on anime when that happens. This, dude, I was already checked out. I was Tage was gone, but that actually let me look at the anime. I was just watching the anime, which was really pretty, and uh, watching it uh, just kind of unfold as like they can like the you know the conver- like they started to devolve from like this little bit of like you know like well what if this person did it what if this person did it hey how about you shut up and it's like well I want to go home you shut up wasn't it your fault and then the desks start to rise and then the colors start to change and they start clashing and I love as they're clashing they start going up and then uh, I like at first um, I, I might be making it up but I, from what I saw the main character wasn't a silhouette. All of a sudden, there were there were other there were shots, flashes of characters and silhouettes. And I'm assuming the, the silhouettes of them getting lifted up. You'd see like the girl's hair kind of get lifted up, and they stand up. It's because they were almost yeah. joining in the fight. They yeah. were getting lifted up to that occasion. People were starting to get mad. They're rising up, and then he wasn't. He yeah. he was not a silhouette, well, and kept, then he became a silhouette. It kept just showing Euler's silhouette. Yes, it, it was did. Just the only silhouette you kept seeing was her. Yeah. And then a flash of a long-haired girl that wasn't Euler, and then uh, and then it was him because it he wasn't a silhouette. He kept it would be like silhouette, silhouette, him, silhouette, uh, and then he became. You see his silhouette at one point, so I think it was towards the end. And then he walks over to her, and I was like, "You got to fucking stop this." But he was a silhouette for a second, and I was like, "I like that he also did get caught up a little bit because you know it, tensions are high. You're locked in this room. He doesn't. He really didn't want to be here. He's like, listen, my thing, my fuck. I, I have one thing in this school is I crush it and then I dip. I don't stay." I don't like being here. He you almost only crushes math, though, from when it showed everything going across the board. Yeah, it showed because all the te- all the test scores were next to each other. Yeah, and they were different, like English, or not English, obviously, um, <laughs> math, like everything going across. So he he hundred math. Yeah, but I think I thought there was like a forty six. 
yeah. on one of them in a different. Well, that wasn't that the reason of like why at the beginning of the thing I'd be like, yeah, usually I'm way down here, and then on math, math, he's a monster. it just like shoots up. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm a monster at math. Math, he's the best. And Euler really gets pissed off about that because she loves math. Wait, just sorry, and, like just a little back off because you just said it. Did, do other languages like do other countries have like that language as a class? We have English. Do they have like Japanese? Yeah. Oh my god! You have to learn to speak your own language. No, I know that. You have but to learn to understand your own yeah, language. understand your okay. Wow, that's, that's why cool. we have English through high school. That's why you still take yeah. English classes in college too. Yeah, you you get a deeper respect and understanding for your language as it is. English mm. is a tough. English is tough, especially when it comes to like conjunctive phrases and stuff like that. When you're writing, mm. uh, you 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 have to understand a lot when you're trying to grasp the English language, as you do with many languages. Mm. Um, Sorry, yeah, I, did, I didn't mean to really derail. It's just you you completely threw me through a loop. I was like, wait a minute, you're right. They don't have English. They'd have Japanese. And I was like, but do they have just like, like us? Like they had an understanding class of your language? Yeah. That's cool. I would assume you keep going. From, from what I hear also, uh, Joey, the anime man. Yeah. He's very adept at Japanese. Mm. He's part Japanese. He's mom's Japanese. Oh, cool. Uh, he speaks Japanese super fluently. Mm-hmm. So much so that from stories that he's told, Japanese people are like, I don't speak Japanese as well as you because he loves the language itself. He mm. studies the language. Okay. Um, the only thing I can kind of, it, it's it's different because of how different languages are set up. J- in Japanese, right, there'd be multiple words that are spelled the very like the same way. Yeah. But if you put them for different emphasis on the syllables, then <laughs> it'll change what the word means. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. So that's a very different thing. But if if me and you were talking and I just started going off on mathematical phrases. Yeah. They are English words, but you would have no grasp of what I was saying. Yeah. I would be speaking in English, but there is no idea of what those yeah. those that's, subjects are. That's why like the the big the joke in, in Marvel movies that they've said many times uh, is you know they have a scientist saying something and then the person who is not as smart will go English genius and then the the scientist now has to break it down yeah yeah got it yeah kind of it, I, not the same but a similar idea mm. or or is when you're trying to read a book by somebody who is trying their best to sound as smart as possible yeah and you're just I can't even understand it because you're you're tossing in words. You've th- thesaurus so much of this kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Japanese is a little different because of the structure, how you would structure your sentences. But I would bet that as you go, and Chinese too, I know that you will keep taking Chinese classes through college. Mm. And there will be people who speak Chinese way better than other Chinese people who also speak Chinese. Mm. Um, That's cool. So yeah, every, I'm pretty sure every language you same as us. We have English all the way through. They have their language all the way through. Yeah. And then you can take you can take English classes in Japan, you can take Japanese classes in America. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That, that did it completely derail, but that's uh I I was so this um one thing that uh Allowed He's trying me, to get yeah, yeah trying, trying to get them all reeling effect. I'm getting I'm getting back into it. Uh, one of the cool things about the show was it, I did like a lot of the uh, symbolism and a lot of the shots helped me who could not keep up with the subtitles. I'll just be honest, I couldn't. Okay. I tried my best. There were snippets and that's why I could kind of gather. It was going at a very fast clip. Yeah, the, dude, it was almost show. as fast as Vivi. 
It, Almost. It also never stopped. No. The only time that it stopped was at the very end when the door opened and they were looking at each other. There was a moment of I brevity. I enjoyed that so much. That you didn't have to read or understand anything. It was just looking between two people. That being said, they did do a lot of... Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this out of my hat here. Uh, a lot of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Uh, oh, let's saying, go! <laughs> saying the same thing in different ways, but posing the question three times. They yes. did. They did it like he'd be like, "This is just a, an example. This is not a, what they said." But he'd be like, uh, "He'd be like, yeah, uh, they accused her. So they accused her. They did accuse her. But did they accuse only her?" Uh, yes, I believe they accused only her. Are you sure they yeah. did? Like, and I was like, well, yeah, kind of oh a specific one from the show is uh, take a seat." And he sits in a one of the just a desk. Yeah. She says, "Why did you sit there?" And he said, "Because you told me to sit here." And she says, "Why did you sit there?" Yeah, exactly. And, says, and but yeah, there was never a moment where they weren't talking, but they weren't actually like the 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 back and forth was important because they established the character and how quizzical she is, how um, he doesn't have answers, but he does in the back of his mind. But the, there was also things that you didn't. I, I could kind of from that little bit, I was like, all right. The show, the show is kind of, I think it understands that I'm not going to be able to keep up with everything they say. But I can get the gist that they are talking to each other, saying the same thing similarly. I will be able to keep up when they switch subjects. Okay. So, yeah, that, that was how I was kind of, like, they'd be like, why'd you sit there? I don't know. Why'd you sit there? I don't know. Why'd you sit there? This person is the reason that we're here. I was like, oh, fuck. All right. They've, yeah. they've switched topics. Well, I do. I also like that line of questioning sometimes in real life when, you ask somebody a question that you know that they have an inkling of an answer towards, but sometimes people will feel stupid about answering the ans- answering the question that you pose to them honestly because yeah. they think it sounds stupid, not because it actually is. Yeah. So in that case of sitting down, why did you sit there? I don't know. I just felt like sitting here. That's not the answer. The, the answer is that that is where you usually sit in a classroom. That's where you have always sat in this type of a classroom. Yeah. But you think it sounds stupid to say... Well, when I walk into a classroom, I always sit in that spot because that's just where I've always sat. And as a human, I feel comfortable with sitting in the same place I sat. Yeah. You can do tests of that with people where you go in, you don't assign seating. People will sit in, they will choose seats. And then the next day they'll sit in the exact same seats because people decide that they want to feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and, and you feel dumb answering a question like that. But if you ask somebody, why'd you sit there? Uh, because I wanted to, like I just did. Yeah. No, that's not the answer. Why did you sit there? Dude, that Because fucking, I just did. But why did you like sit there? That's like non-flashbacks. Because I freaking felt like it. Because this is where I always sit. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I like when people ask that question over and over again. Because yeah. like, I want you to just answer it for real. Yeah. Like non-flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, no, non-flashbacks. Like how you phrase like, no, that's not the answer. Was very teacher. Like, like you give an answer and they're like, you know, like the teacher's looking at you like, you know, I'm going to have to grill you on this. I need more from you. And you know, I need more from you. And I'm going to, because I'm, I know that, you know, yeah, the and answer. you know, all the other kids in the classroom are just like, fuck, just answer it, dude. And you're like, dude, I can't, don't know. I'm going to, I got to drag this out. I don't want to give the answer for some reason. Yeah. And then the teacher gets it out of you and you're like, fuck, I should have just said that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, when I chose this. I, I the only thing that I thought about the Monogatari series was that it was like some just slice of life chick show. I thought it was very perverse from what I've heard. Perverse? From, like yeah, uh, from what I've seen, what I've heard, I thought it was a lot more etchy, a little more kind of like I thought it was like clanad. Not not etchy, not perverse. I just thought it was a very girl like not that clanad is a girl show because clanad is one of the best. I know you you don't like the art style in it, but <laughs> damn. 
Planet is one of the best anime I think I've ever watched. Wow. And but it it is if you if you look at it and you look at the story, it's like uh, you would assume more girls just girls watch it mainly. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be more about the slice of life of girls in high school and their lives yeah. and yeah. relationships and stuff like that. When they started talking about Euler, <laughs> and when they started talking about um, mathematics, and yeah. when they started going on about uh, the golden ratio and stuff like that, yeah, I was like hold on. And then not only that, like matching it with uh, this beautiful symbolism of, uh, you know, questionnaire, how do you pose questions, uh, were you brave enough, social standings, uh, you know, worrying about where you are in a classroom, how you felt, why didn't, why were you brave, why weren't you brave enough to stand up and say the thing you knew and you could have helped this person. But then there was like this, this huge element of, of, you know, peer pressure, uh, social standing, uh, and then also like watching your, when you know that's your teacher, so there's a respect level that suddenly you're losing and it's there's this mass like there's like there was a really pretty thing of like the like you were saying like the mathematic and the intensity of like the science love and then also like there was a big level of I guess human study in that way well that's even they were setting it up early on because they were talking about the golden ratio and how perfect it is yes and relating that to uh, the entropy of the universe and how things are so chaotic at all times, how you have to think of a higher power to have the golden ratio. Like yeah. there, there has yeah. to be something uh, to create perfection. Mm-hmm. But the opposite of that was on display for him with the voting of the masses. Mm. Their votes, there was no rhyme or reason to it besides just as a group, we are going to decide against this thing that we don't like. We have no evidence. We're just going to do it. Yeah. And that is as chaotic as the universe itself. <laughs> God, like the level, like the the level of surface I I sit on, and and the depth you went to, <laughs> dude. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> That's where Justin went to, and it was like Euler. This is this is how they decided to bring that in from the beginning of the episode through the episode. We, the entire like you could explain they in- explained the entire the entire show yeah. in that first two minutes. Do you know what I thought? What. At the beginning when they showed her when he came into the class and she flipped her hair, I was like, it's going to form a spiral. No, really? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm dead. You thought her hair I'm was just this fucking serious. You're like, this like, is where they fold it in. <laughs> dude, this is how they're doing it. I literally was looking at her hair like, it's going to be a spiral. That's the, it's the Euler spot. It's a spiral. <laughs> Euler. It's Euler. I, dude, I even said that people say Euler and you're like, no, what, what kind of idiot says that? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was literally looking at her hair like the entire time. Like, Euler's a crazy. Yeah, dude, I was like, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a swirl. There's at one point someone's gonna come in with a with a swirl. Ice no, cream. bro, you've been thinking too much of uh of uh Uzumaki. Dude, damn. Yeah, that's true. I actually, I did go in here thinking it was gonna be a little bit more because from the uh, fr- uh the description of on Mal, I thought it was a little more horror. When they kind of like played into the, like the the um, horror aspect, and then like the the like there was you know a spiritual aspect. I was kind of like, ooh, we're gonna we're gonna play on the the thing. And it's gonna be horror. Whoever did the mal description for this did not no. understand no. what was going. Like <laughs> no. they didn't have any. They were just like, okay, room shouldn't be there. Uh, ghost. Uh, she called herself a vampire. So that's that's what I'm gonna write. Yeah, that's all. That, I wrote you, this mal. <laughs> you, you wrote this mal, bro. One hundred percent. 
<laughs> they did not understand what was going on in this. No. Because you could even, with the description that Mal gave, you could even, I even still thought that it was more, of, that it would still be more about young teenage girls. Yeah. Yeah. But it was about existentialism. It was yeah. about so many different things. Being stuck in, one one thing that uh, you were hitting on, with the different dichotomies of, of everything that was happening in the show and how it related to the mathematics and, and, and there being somebody that you're supposed to look up to and respect, but you can't. And what does that do for your life? When yeah. it, it was such a small, it all hinged on such a small idea. Yeah. Is that one moment can change your trajectory. Yeah. Cause this dude was this specific type of person also this girl was the number one school all the time she was kind of going to be a valedictorian on her on her track for that and if you were explaining this say that girl she was on her way to be a valedictorian Mm -hmm. right doing really well in every class she's almost getting 100 percent on every test that she does and then there's one day what was it july 15th june 15th something like that Mm -hmm. one day and you stop showing up to school and you stop getting A's on your tests and then you get homeschooled for two years. Like you just completely fall out. Yeah. You're like, what changed? What changed your life right there? Mm. Uh, the entire class decided that I cheated on a test. If you explained that to somebody, they'd be like, that changed your life? Yeah. That sounds so stupid. Why would something so dumb change your entire life? But that's how lives can change. Yeah. There's just, there's the one thing, I think I've talked about this before when I was in, first grade we would do if it was first grade so this is one of the this sounds dumb <laughs> but i was a very outgoing would run around and have so much fun and start games and do everything with everybody in class yeah all the time yeah and then in first grade we would do this thing the ants go marching down to the ground there's like this song that would play so we'd yeah. move all the desks and then we would have like this dancey time or whatever and the ants go marching down. I used to lead everybody as if we were a, a train of ants, mm-hmm. like a line of ants going around. I'd, I'd lead them. And then as I would lead them in a circle, I would break off because I was about to do a bit and everybody knew Justin's about to do a bit. Oh, Justin's about to do a bit. So I'd go behind the desks and when it, I knew that the part of the song was coming of the ants go marching down to the ground. And I started doing the, the Austin Powers walking down the steps. Yeah, behind the desk and one day I don't know if she was having a bad day <laughs> but my teacher Miss Van Neville yeah. sorry I used to call her the devil because Miss D- Van that Neville that fits bro with the devil come on she started screaming at me Jesus Justin stop that right now you're being a nuisance she started screaming at me dude and until for the next uh, like eight years yeah for the next like eight years of my life yeah I walked with my head straight down to the ground. Yeah. I didn't talk to people. I had like three friends. Yeah. I uh, got made fun of a lot. Fuck. I didn't really talk. I was like the very nerdy kid. Um, everything. Like that changed my trajectory. Yeah. I became a different person from just getting screamed at that day. Yeah. And if moment. I explain that to somebody, then mm. you're like, why did that do it to you? Yeah. It, I don't know. It just did. Like as a person, it did. Yeah. I can't, it's funny. I can't, I can't think of a, I can think of a couple, but it's, I don't know if I could think of like one. Um, uh, uh, there was one that I, I definitely, uh, became a lot more quiet, uh, because of, I think I remember, um, 
uh, this it like it stuck with me. I wake up in a cold sweat because of this moment, uh, and it's it's very insignificant, and it it hurts to this day uh, because I, I was talking to someone uh, and someone overheard, and I I realized how shitty it felt to just talk about someone like that. Um, I was walking out of class, and, the, and were you being a bully? I was no, but to a teacher. Oh, so I was, uh, I was, <laughs> fuck you, were you being a bully? I'm not a bully. <laughs> Prove me wrong with this story. Damn it. Damn it. I'm really going to fucking You're about to kill tell this story, here, bro. It's really going to wreck me. <laughs> I am not a bully, so. Dude. Oh, the sorry. The things I was saying about this. So this teacher, science teacher, and middle school, and she was, uh, she was really animated. She, you know, we had, this is dating myself here but fuck all you youngsters this is the class the uh, that she had the projector in the middle of the class yes and she had a bunch of slides and she was animated and at one point she stood up on the desks and stuff she was really she was talking about like this stuff. i couldn't remember the subject to save my life because of what i'm about to say so she was really into it she was that science teacher all about it super excited <laughs> And then we're walking out, and my class did this thing where, you know, like, you walk past the next class. Like, they were, cla- they we, our classrooms were so close to each other, uh, you both basically just, like, walked past each other in the doorway. And okay. you, you looked at each other like, good luck, man. Like, uh, it, like and you'd always ask, be like, what are we doing today? Is it a test? And be like, yeah. And like, fuck. Like, it was like a little moment. I didn't know um, that one of my friends was coming, and he asked me, he was like, hey, what's today like? And really loudly, I just went, oh, God, it was fucking boring, bro. Teacher was right next to me. Broke her goddamn heart. She went, Tage, with the saddest eyes I'd ever seen. And then I looked up at her, and I just went, I'm so, I'm so sorry. And then I just walked away. I felt so bad from that day forth. I was like, dude, you, you ruined that woman's entire debt she was so excited to teach that class and and some shithead little kid just went oh, fucking boring dude to another kid like imagine you that's your day you go home and with that you see that other kid accept it immediately yeah he's like oh great of course yeah of course it's boring to yeah me. and so like that that definitely i that really changed me like that that how i saw her face how i reacted i i felt terrible and i had this very big utter respect and and a little bit like they can do no wrong to teachers in my eyes at that point i kind of put them on a pedestal because i was like how dare you do how dare you ruin this one person they're they're much better than you don't ever like think poorly of them teachers are great how could you do this to yourself some teachers suck and so like so that's the thing like i had it and already they were on a pedestal teachers had to purposely bring themselves down for me to look down on them but it I all I put teachers so high up because of that moment of of hurting one and seeing them so affected and then yeah. it, it really messed with me. Well, that's that's one of the things that I I appreciated about this show. I know that there was a lot and they spoke a lot and there it was very fast and it was trying to get a lot of information out about not a whole lot. Yeah, there was a lot, but it but it, it was didn't want to tell you the subject. Well, it was kind of. I think it was kind of commenting on the fact that something that outwardly, if you were just explaining it in five minutes, seems so insignificant. Yeah. 
can mean so much. And they got into the fact that he has harbored that for two years. Yeah. Even Eddie, he even brings he it up. Like, it away. I think it's important too. like that little, if we look at that little moment of, uh, uh, of like, you know, after all that explanation, after that huge thing. And then at the very end, she just kind of calmly touches the door, <laughs> turns everything normal. And she's like, you can go now. And he's like, Oh, good. Girl. He goes to reach for the door and she stops him. And this beautiful little moment. And at the very end, he just recaps a little bit. He's like, I felt like I, I felt like I really, I think what's the word he used? He, not betrayed her. He, he felt like he lost serious trust for a teacher. Yes. And that was really summing up what we just went through 40 minutes of. And yeah. it's, it was, like you said, it really was a little moment. But dissecting it and, and looking how he like almost tried to push it down and not remember it. He, even about halfway through the episode, yeah, he told her the whole story. And he just went, woo, well, I mean, it feels really good to get that off my chest finally. <laughs> and, and she was like, it's not done. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, it's good. Like, it's great. I finally said the whole story. Yeah, I've never it wasn't said that her. before. Boom. I'm We're good. Done. It wasn't. And she's like, it's more than just it wasn't her. Yeah. Because there still was someone. So what? he still tried to put that cap on the bottle. He very much, yeah. But she drew it more out of him. Yeah. I was going to ask you what, because uh, that actually brings it on her. Why Why do you think they did the symbolism of her being such a snake? It was almost like four or five times she coiled around him. Yeah. It had the sound, too. It yeah. It made the sound of the yeah. of a snake and kind of a slither as she went around. From Yeah, there was like a up above pointing straight down and she... Yeah, that was like the, one coil. of the last ones. She really like physically coiled. Very physically coiled. Yeah, around. the first time she did it, I was like, "Oh, she's being kind of cute," because even blushed a bit, and I was like, "Oh, it's oh, she's she's just kind of like uh, kind of pushy, or or she would hold on to him, like, no, 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 you're not going anywhere." But then it did like three more times, and I was like, "She really, they're really trying to push this snake thing, like yeah, especially well, think, uh, with that." I don't. Uh, it would be easy to say to go to a oh, these people are snakes. Like these people are like you talk about yeah. somebody being a snake. I think it's more about the. We would say like a weasel, you know, I think an American thing is like you weasel your way in there. Yeah. And if there's a a spot in a conversation and you haven't talked for a while, but you, you like the subject, you weasel your way in mm. is what is the turn of phrase that we would use. Yeah. I think she was in a sense weaseling her way into his thought process and emotions, but they might have that symbolism be a snake because a snake everyone knows that if the snake gets out of the terrarium that you have it in yeah you're like nobody move yeah. it can be literally anywhere yeah and the the snake is making its way into into his thoughts so that it can find what it needs from him so that he can it, ultimately it was to get him to feel good again yeah or to have some type of closure that he hasn't had yeah for all this time i almost got it from uh I'm, i almost got the the impression that it was a um like the coiling aspect of because uh, i know one of the moments came from after he had that little moment of like all right we're good we're capped it we did we're no we solved it we're good well, that was the one where she actually just yeah so she coiled around, around him around and him. i almost felt like the way it was almost uh, it felt like um like watching a uh, a snake wrap itself around something You're talking about like a constrictor yeah sorry a constrictor like it like it when it constricts around something it almost it there's almost i, I know there's like the fast ones but when it slowly constricts there's like kind yeah. of like a scary moment of like wrapping around you, but the the thing still just kind of sits there being wrapped around. 
And you're, you're from the outside, you're looking at it like I was just holding you. But the strength of that coil is insane. And I almost feel like maybe it's like, if you, I don't know, I can't remember specifically, but if you go back in the episode, maybe every time he, he almost tries to wiggle out of the, of the thought of going deeper into this idea, she possibly does more coiling of like, no, 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 you're, yeah, you're not escaping this thought process. You're in this room, but you're not leaving this scary thought you now have to dive into. Yeah. Like she locked him into the room yeah. and now she's locking him into that yeah. spot too. Yeah. Yeah, like like you're gonna be you're locked in the room, and I'm locking you in yourself. You will go deeper into this thought. Yeah. So yeah, it could be it could be many things. I really yeah, I think the symbolism is something that I actually really liked of the show. It's funny too because I think it was before we even started this. You're like, oh no, this is the these are the shows where it shows like a red circle and then it cuts <laughs> away and there's a girl's face and then you don't know what's going on. It's impossible to understand. And as we get further and further, Tage is like. Bro, when it the colors changed, the desks started to fight each other. <laughs> that was the best part of the show. Like, bro, the right, thing that, you said you hated said, was the exact thing you liked the most. That being said, there there are examples of people doing that poorly. I think not every one of the the flashovers in this one was something that I loved. Like there were moments where, like, I think he'd be talking, and then it like cuts to his eye, and then the music, like, it sounded like it was recorded at a different room. He'd be like, "No, there's no way that could happen." <laughs> cut back right back to him just being like anyway so that's not how th-. I was like why the Dude, fuck that might have just been a fun cut yeah I was like who did this to me at least it wasn't as bad as Evangelion but we, um, are you gonna go into yeah, the uh, JT's yeah I'm gonna get the Johto's fuck yeah uh, so there's this. a new wave I know that this came out a while ago so this doesn't really count into it but it, it's kind of like in my in my mind it's a similar idea to the west coast and the east coast have music and, and fashion trends and by the time they make it to the midwest those trends are done on the West Coast and the East Coast, but the Midwest is finally caught up. Yes. So this came out a while ago, but uh, nowadays there's this new wave of, of art, so video games, films, TV, stuff like that, dealing with super, lim- super liminal thinking and spaces. There's mm-hmm. even a game called Superliminal now. Yes. Um, I don't know if I want to have this second part. So I, I had... The, the question that I was going towards was, do you think as people we've gotten to a place where thought, just thinking about things on a higher level is all we have left. (laughs) Um, But instead of that, because that's too open, that's too ethereal, it's too annoying to me, I guess. But this seems like the next for, for nonfiction, or for fiction, Right, there's always been a similar fiction. It's just, it's fake, but it's real. Mm-hmm. Like this is about a spy. There are spies, but my spy is a cool story spy. Okay. Do you think this is the next step in fantasy, or uh, the next step in fiction? The same way fantasy uh, and kind of horror fantasy had. They have ogres and elves and dwarves. Mm-hmm. And then comes along the deep ones and the old ones and spatial horrors. Mm-hmm. Like H.P. Lovecraft brings that in. Now, fiction has its own next section of this room shouldn't exist and the amount of dimensions here are almost incomprehensible. For sure. For for one hundred percent, like this super liminal wave. Yeah, I think this, this extra level 
I think uh, ex- piggybacking off of what, yes, uh, I think horror uh, in general genres like to move forward, and and you know people get not bored, but they've they've soaked in so much of that subject, the the uh, it will adapt because you need to continue to get con- the people to watch or or new stories to tell, and horror, I can see. Not only horror, but like I guess like inquisical or or scary or or uncomfortable places Even to think just about. Like normal fiction, yeah, is um is it could definitely be evolving into something like this. Especially a big example are the big liminal spaces thing going on right now, like the back rooms. The back yeah. rooms. I know that there's like monsters or whatever, but the scary part of the back rooms is being caught forever. It's this empty, not really that scary. It's just a room. You're or or it's just like a hallway or or wherever. Yeah, and it's, it's like a it's like an office building that never stops. Yeah. Or or, or even I was like scared of one was uh, I don't know why it kind of caught me. It was like uh, I was on TikTok and then there was one it was like you're going dude just goes down the water slide and the liminal space began you're forever in that water slide. It never ends. You are forever in this tunnel. It does not end. You will continue to slide forever. I was like, that's fucking terrifying. Out of nowhere, scary as shit. And so I think because, uh, I guess like, um, it, it, not because, um, I'm trying to think of like why, I guess it's so either inquisitive, uh, inquisitive or, or so well, interesting. It's because it, maybe we haven't had it or it's a new story to tell. It, it's, a lot of times it feels to me a lot of these things feel like they feed off claustrophobia and it's mm. not necessarily that the things are so close to you because a, a lot of the the ones I see are someone's walking through an old mall or an old office building or an enclosed space. The rooms are big enough for you not to feel like you're cut off, but the infinity of never escaping. Yeah. Yeah starts to close in on you. Yes. And also, I think that we, as time progresses, you start learning more at, at a younger and younger age. Yeah. So the, the science that we take for granted today is stuff that they were trying to grapple with in college 40 years ago, yeah. 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're learning that in middle school. People are starting to grapple with higher dimensions. For sure. Nowadays. People are starting to think about it just in their daily lives, which is crazy. Yeah. Because it's almost impossible to understand. Like a tesseract is a cube on the fourth dimension. Yeah. Uh, it's not a Marvel thing that can fuck off. No, a tesseract was... is a cube on the fourth dimension. <laughs> um, but I, I think that that is starting to seep in and since more people are thinking about it it's more acceptable to write yeah about it's, it. it's bleeding into almost every subject like nowadays even i even saw like a thing someone com- someone tweeted it was like enough with the multiverses but uh, i laugh because i was like, like now looking at this it's like because dimensional talk or higher planes or other things or other uh, concepts that we don't understand is becoming so commonplace to talk about. It's even becoming in our movies so much. People are like, Jesus Christ, Jesus fuck, it's, it's everywhere. Stop. Yeah. I do like other dimensional talk yeah. over... We have a multiverse. I, Spider-Verse is cool, but as yeah. things have gone on, especially in Marvel, where it's like, oh, we, we have 17 different dimensions of things, and you have to figure out exactly which planet, world, dimension this person's coming from to go into here, and blah, blah, blah. Like that, that's not that's not what I care about in the multi-dimensional talk or the yeah. the the higher planes. Uh, if if anybody wants to to read a book 
that deals with Jesus. different dimensions. This is a much easier one. This isn't, I'm not talking about like, like uh, warped passages okay. or something like that. It's not going to be the breakdown of mathematics of M theory. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to just be like, here's this science book you should just like dive into. No, no, nothing like that. There's, um, oh, why can't I remember the title right now? Um, It'll come to you. It'll be there. Dude, mm. all I can think of right now is Brian Greene, and he is a he is a theoretical physicist who his books are very much breaking down be uh, different different heart. theories. I'll figure it. I'll I'll remember it as we're talking. Um, Heck yeah! Because it deals with it deals with a two dimensional character, yeah. right? So let's just say to make it easier, a square. Yeah, a square mm-hmm. is a two dimensional object. Yes, and then that two dimensional object goes to a one-dimensional world. So a one-dimensional square is a line mm. because it only has one dimension. It yeah. doesn't have... It has length, not uh, width. Yes. Or height. Mm-hmm. Right? You should say it has length, not height. And it is trying to understand itself within one dimension. Mm-hmm. And then it pops up to three dimensions. So now a square is a cube. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't understand three dimensions. And the funny thing is, at the end of the book, it's kind of like a children's story almost. Okay. It's like a fun little thing that really breaks down different dimensions. Mm-hmm. At the end of the book, because this came out a while ago, they make fun of somebody brings up something about a fourth dimension. He's like, cat, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to happen. Um, they kind of they talk about that when now... A prevailing theory is that there's at least 11 damn dimensions in string theory and yeah. m theory well m theory covers string theory stuff like that yeah, yeah. damn but um yeah that's a i'll remember it okay and i will make sure to say it when i remember uh would you uh, would you want to get into the the tages topics yeah 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 all right uh once again as per usual theme this was written uh after reading the mal so, but it actually pertains to the episode. It's just uh, the beginning of the episode. <laughs> what is it about ghosts of spiritual quand- spiritual quandaries? Real quick, yeah, Flatland. It's called Flatland. The book is yes. Okay, by Edwin Abbott. Okay, sorry. Continue. No worries. Uh, what is it about ghosts or spiritual quandaries that make it so irresistible? Maybe it's a culture thing, but I've battled with many people, uh, and they all say it's a white thing to investigate something that's spiritual or, um, I guess, like uh, guess uh, like ghostly. Well, it was a hundred percent not a white thing. Oh, sorry, is there more to that? Yeah, no, I just said, uh, but what? But but the question is, it's not like I I don't want to go into like you know like white thing or whatever all that whatever. But uh, but my main thing is, what do you think is that curiosity? Because I I've I, the main thing is I've, I've meddled with my um, mostly from what I've seen. Uh, Hispanic families, but because they're very spiritual, uh, there's yeah. a lot of influence on on spirituality and stuff. But when they have that, there's this level of wouldn't even fucking bother to investigate. And I I like to think that I'm 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 pretty decently spiritual. Like I was raised uh, a Protestant. Like I was I was, was gonna say Wiccan. Yeah, Wiccan because my mom was practicing. But like I was baptized and stuff. Like I, I was grew I grew up around many a, a, a religious family and stuff. I was all around it. Um, but you got me fucked up if you think I'm not walking in that scary that that haunted house. If you're like that house is haunted, I'm like I'm gonna check that out. I need to see what. Yeah, going I got on. I 100 have to know if yeah. you're right. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I also, I'm walking in like, nah, you're an idiot. I'm yeah. going to show you that you're stupid. Oh, here we go. 100%. I'm walking What's in the there spirit's like. spirit's name in there? Stephanie? Bitch. <laughs> Where are you at, Steph? 
That's the greatest fucking quote. What's her name? Stephanie. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gold. Dude, I just want to go in there and start provoking. Yeah, dude. That's like, like I and like, so my, my friends who... Because of their, like, their, uh, even Linda, my fiance, uh, she, she was telling me, she was like, wait, what? You, uh, Ouija board. Big thing with the Ouija board. See, I stay away from Ouija boards. See, I that I, pro- I don't like Ouija boards at all. I, w- I don't have anything of like, oh, I fucking love them. But like, and if someone just handed me a Ouija board, I'd be like, oh, shit, was like, play with it. I don't care. I, I don't, it's just, I'd fuck with it. Well, see, especially after a roommate I had in yes, college. You, yeah. I already wasn't a big fan of Ouija boards because I saw a thing where, I was just watching. Um, so I'm not big. I I, I believe in ghosts, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I I am very skeptical. And so he's like, I saw a ghost. I'm like, yeah, you're lying. I <laughs> I just I never believe anybody about ghosts, but yeah. I believe that there's some kind of thing. Yeah. I'll also tell you my theory about. We'll get into it because okay. of it, but it has to do with string theory and M theory. Oh is shit. Why I believe uh, part of the reason why I think ghosts exist. Um, ghosts, quote unquote, I should say. But um. I saw a thing where these people allegedly summoned a demon okay. with a Ouija board, yep. and it was terrorizing them, and in a fit of panic, they were burning the Ouija board, and then these people were like, it just cut away and said, but by the way, if you do summon a demon with a Ouija board, <laughs> never burn it, because their portal back home is now gone forever, and you can't get rid of them. And I was like... I don't fuck with Ouija boards. <laughs> that shit is done to me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I uh, there's some, I don't know. I guess there's something like that. I it's purely the the skeptic, like kind of like as you were saying, like like 100. percent Someone's like, no, if you do that, there will be a demon. I'm touching that Ouija board. I'm like, no, dude, fuck bad. See, dude, I, I ain't messing with demons. See, I'm all, like, I guess that's uh, maybe that's more of because uh, you you said that you you grew up a little bit more religious than I did. I believe both your parents were religious. I went to church every Sunday. Okay, well, see, that's that's already more than like my mom wasn't practicing, and she was like, you know, you go to church, believe whatever you want. Well, see, if you I, go to I church, think it's we specifically can. a Ouija board. Okay, because somebody's like, there's a demon in that house. I'm like, okay. <laughs> How's it going, How, dude? I'm just gonna walk in there like, how you doing? Keep it moving. Where's your horns at? <laughs> How's it, how you doing? Keep it moving. Let's like, go. I just want to know. Yeah, uh, but I don't want to. Uh, I guess it's more of like a this thing is known as a thing that summons. Yeah. That I just like I'm. I ain't gonna mess with it because yeah. I still believe. Yeah. That those kind of things can for sure. exist for sure. So if there's a thing and its entire the reason for its being is like this thing's possibility is that it connects you to the other world. <laughs> and every once in a while you fuck around and find out and a demon comes in and messes your shit up. Like I do. I just, why are you pushing the that button? Why is that button getting pushed? Sometimes you gotta dude. I don't know. I'll go in. I'll see when you, when you F around and F out, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll walk into the place that you summoned it to, but I ain't messing with the thing that summons it. I appreciate. I'm not putting that on my shoulders, Ricky Bobby. Okay. That is (laughs) not on me. Put that on us. That is not on me. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. But yeah, I do believe the there's so a theory about string theory. Yeah. I'm gonna do the the easiest, quickest thing I can. So everything's made up of tiny strings. Just think of a little line, and it vibrates very quickly, or it vibrates at different speeds 
Okay. And those different speeds of vibrations change what the molecule ends up being. So everything's made up of tiny strings. Their vibrations change what the the thing is. So everything that makes up my skin vibrates at a different rate than what makes up the air. Okay. Both ends of those strings are in different dimensions. Like the very edges, the very tips of each one are are in a different dimension and they can pop in and out. Okay. My viewpoint, scientific meets spiritual, which is most of what my scientific ideas end up grounding themselves in or my spiritual ideas end up grounding themselves in science, is since everything has... And I'm not, this isn't a, this isn't, I don't deal with the crystal stuff. And people are like, the, the crystals vibrate at a frequency of energy with, okay. Okay. Right. Fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. But yeah. there is potential energy in everything. Obviously there is energy in everything. There is electromagnetic energy and all these different things. So when I'm talking about energy, I'm talking about those that can, if they hit, they turn into heat. Uh, whatever happens turns into some type of energy or matter. Yeah. Um, in the higher dimensions, there is a being that is made up of those strings that pop in and out of our dimension because in the M theory, it can go between dimensions. So something fucks up. <laughs> a being is now in a, out of its own dimension into ours. Yeah. And we can pick that up on like EMF readers and stuff like that because it is electromagnetic fielding. Mm-hmm. And you could attribute that to the higher dimension being a quote-unquote heaven or the, yeah. a different dimension being the hell, a different dimension being whatever the next stage is. Yeah. But I think that you can very plausibly describe ghost phenomena as <laughs> something just messing up. Like, <laughs> and from a different dimension, just being like, whoop, oh, shit, whoop, back. And it's like, did you, did you catch that? Did you catch that on the EMF? It's like, I did. It got colder, too. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. But it was just like something from the seventh popped in. Oh, shit. And then popped back I out. rode the strings wrong. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. my very, like, turned down version of my <laughs> idea on how we can see and and capture ghosts on things. I appreciate it. I appreciate you making it so that I can understand. Yeah, it was hard. It made it so it was, it was harder for me to try to say that and understand it in the fashion that I said it. Thanks, man. Than it is for like me to just understand it. In a, <laughs> Damn. In a better way. In a, it, it, I feel like I didn't explain it well. But. No, I got it. Well, I got what I I got what I got from it. So okay. Yeah. But I mean, hey, th- this this anime not only had a lot to say, but also got us to talk about a lot of different subjects. So the first episode already was a banger when it comes to topics. I absolutely adored that. Mm. I don't know if it will continue following the main dude, or if it will continue in following um, that kind of quizzical nature. The what was her name? Uh, Audi. Whatever the chick's, the vampire girl's name. Oh, or if it yeah. follows her doing this to other people. Um, I don't know which, I don't know what the story progresses to, but I uh, I head over heels with Well, the second that. thumbnail was Eureka, so. Oil- uh, yeah, Euler? Uh, yeah, Euler, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eureka? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Euler, like... The physicist mathematician. 
That's his actual name. Like that's yeah, dude, his that, name. Uh, oily over here. Um, if I, <laughs> for everyone uh, listening, uh, Justin's going to kill me after this podcast ends. No, it's fine. But yeah, I I really adored that. Um, just the it it mashed together so many things that I love. I I really wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting that to be what the show was about. I I was head over heels. Yeah, it was it was definitely a surprise show. for sure. I I enjoyed what I got from it. Yeah, I, I'm glad you had stuff to hang on to. Yeah, because as it was going, there were often times when I was like, "Oh, Tage hates his life right now." Yeah, there were times I was definitely having a rough time. Tage is very not excited about Justin's choice in anime. <laughs> Tage is going to change his next choice to just be porn. <laughs> yes. Oh no! <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, with that, as usual, we hope you guys have a great afternoon morning, night, wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye.